I didn't think about this that our our since we smoke outside, of course, when it's really cold, the the fat wants to the grease doesn't want to drain out the pipe because it's frozen. Yeah. yeah. So I was out there with a, a hair dryer, and uh, like just anything <laughs> I could just like get in there. And I'm yeah. Like, like it's like three thirty in the morning. I'm just like uh-huh. with a hair dryer. See, we're rolling, so I'm going to leave that in because I think yes. that's hilarious. Welcome back to the tasting room. Chris Simmons yeah. in the house from Oak Heart Barbecue. See right here. We're uh, alley neighbors. They're they're just down the alley from the Grass Fire headquarters over here. Um, how are you, man? Doing great. I didn't know you were a Buffalo Bills fan. I am. Are you a New Yorker? No. Okay. Um, I actually, so I don't know how old you are. I'm 42. I'm 38, so okay, we're close. So we're close. like when starter jackets were like the rage oh, when yeah. I was in seventh grade, when I went to get one, all they had was a Buffalo Bills one when I was in seventh okay. grade, and like it was more about the starter jacket than it was about the team. Oh, 100%. I had an so, LA, I had a LA Rams one, just because I like the colors. They all looked cool. Yeah. But yeah. So like the pullover one. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So I got the Bills the one, in. and then I mean I I was a grew up like an OSU fan, so Thurman Thomas was with the Bills, so I I could that makes sense. I could attach. Sense, yeah. And then. They were good, but just not good enough for Super Bowl wins. See, I grew up in Dallas, so I apologize yeah. because there were a few of those that were the, our fault. Yeah. For being so young, I remember them very well. Yeah. So yeah. I was a Bills fan since then. So we had the, the rough years and coming out of the darkness. How? Yeah, no kidding. Josh Allen is uh, on one of my fantasy teams. Yeah. I love that guy. I wish that I would have been like when they drafted him, like, oh, I know this is going to work out. But I was like, ah. Yeah. Well, because he was from... Played at Wyoming. Wyoming, that's right. I think he yeah. had, that was the only offer he got to play college ball. Yeah. So, like, that's it. A bunch of people missed on that. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, everyone was like, oh, Josh Rosen's a better draft pick than Josh Allen. I mean, now we see yeah. he's been on 17 Right, that years. did not pan out well, that no, hot take. No. Yeah. But I think Josh Allen was perfect for, like, the Buffalo, like, working class. You know, it's, it's cold. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just blue collar, and he, he was the right pick. They did the right thing. Barbecue would be do well in buffalo you would think so yeah yeah it's i think you know it's kind of like a seasonal thing around here Mm -hmm. but i think it'd be great in the winter i mean i think it's great in the winter see me too adam green and i had that conversation i was like i don't understand so you're third in the barbecue month as far as the order so we had adam was first up donnie teal was last week you and then uh, justin carroll will be on from 1907 to wrap it up Uh, but adam and i were talking i don't understand why barbecue is a summer seasonal thing because there's nothing worse to me than Especially here, it's 115 degrees outside, or eating and heavy. Yeah, eating and you're heat. standing in front of a hot smoker yeah. or grill. Like I don't, I, I don't get it. Even just eating it, if someone else is cooking, I think like the, the like the heavy meal, the yeah. barbecue can be is like in the winter time feels good. Whereas right. in the summer, like ugh, I don't want to like eat that and then drag drag myself yeah. outside into the heat again. Yeah, I mean, first it's good all the time, but I mean, I think winter for me it makes just as much sense I'm as with the you. spring or the fall. I'm with you. So let's talk about your. I'm, I'm very curious in the barbecue world. Like, you know, Donnie got into it from doing competitions. Adam got into it. It was, a you know, his wife's dad's business that he mm-hmm. bought. How did you get into the barbecue um, world? Well, both Brian, Brian's the other owner. Okay. We've worked in restaurants, whether it be barbecue, pizza, all kinds of stuff our whole lives. We played music. So, oh, okay. So okay. when we weren't playing music, in the we same band in together? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because restaurants yeah. are flexible, so we could do that when we were Let home. me pause you. What kind of music? It was metal. Okay, for, metal. For years and years, so turns out that was it wasn't what i like initially always wanted yeah. to play but it was what i was good at now so, you don't play with um chris from lasalle's do you no okay i don't okay. really play much anymore i just sleep in between shifts fair, fair. but uh which we'll get to in a minute your schedule yeah. so we worked in restaurants between gigs basically so it was you know perfect flexible schedules and all that we wanted to do competition stuff and that's a lot how a lot of people get into yeah. it so we worked on stuff and we had some ribs that we thought were amazing and chicken competition it is what it is kind of odd mm-hmm. but we didn't have a brisket that we loved and this is so eight years ago and it's going to lead back into something that always comes up which is franklin and austin and texas i was going to ask you about so, that too yep so we were just kind of like googling around like best brisket rubs blah blah blah, anything and we kept popping up seven years ago was aaron franklin this yep. is yep. franklin's barbecue. almost eight years ago especially yep. eight years ago now it's kind of like and it was still like kind of hot like st- yeah. it wasn't new in austin to people but it was starting to get new to everybody else yeah. before like the pbs thing and and so we took a trip down there and funny enough we didn't check you know like uh the one week they go on vacation in the summer is when we show oh up. no but it was awesome because there's so oh, many there's good places barbecue there, and there's... we actually went to la barbecue yeah. it was like their first trailer that place changed my life i love that place a, 
one of our favorite pit masters and one of the dudes who's kind of like doesn't get all the the shine that Aaron Franklin yeah. does is John Lewis. And mm -hmm. he was at La Barbecue then, or he had just left La Barbecue okay. maybe. And uh, another dude was the pit master there. I believe he's at one. Of, he's one of the owners of Two M in San Antonio. Okay. And uh, so we had. I mean, this is like home runs. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah. So we we ended up at the first place we went was Mickleweight, which was a truck right a little trailer mm -hmm. right down from Franklin. So that was where I had my first beef rib, first brisket, like real like the yeah. the, the hearty like Texas brisket. And so our first trip we ended up it was always supposed to be like a day. So we ended up two places came home we eventually made it back over there yeah i mean that's and and so i guess what i guess we can say our goal is after we went to Mickleweight, we're like it was a little old trailer refurbed yeah. cool music patio it was just the vibe was great mm -hmm. so we're like why this couldn't be a lot of money to start this up and that was our first thought is let's do a trailer not a truck, because I mean that's money. But right. a trailer, you can. Right. But funny enough, trailers are expensive too. Yeah. Which is right. why we didn't really do it because the financing, like, the, it was just so bad I couldn't pull the trigger. I was just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't sign on that. But our initial thing was to do, just a small, mm. little find a permanent spot for a trailer. Turns out, you know, you think about it later, like just the what I was talking about in the cold, mm -hmm. just cooking in the cold, much less having a trailer and all that. Like it would have been. It would have been rough. Yeah, I, it, I, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked out. And especially now I see the hours that go into it. We were just, you know, playing on like us and one other person. Like it wouldn't, Not it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And the trailer probably wouldn't have made enough money. So it was, it's good that years and years passed before we got this opportunity because we got a lot better at cooking. And so during that interim, were you competition stuff? Oh, we actually never really, you did. never did. It, we never really entered because we kind of got in to more of just like traditional, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to make awesome briskets or beef ribs or things that we had never really done a whole lot, sure, you know. Sure. But yeah, we never really embraced competition. I've, I, it looks really fun and stressful <laughs> and crazy. <laughs> if those two things can be, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I tend to take everything too serious. So mm -hmm. I think it would be mostly just stressful. Yeah. I'm kind of like an all or nothing kind of dude. So I'd be in it and it would, probably I, I get that yeah i could see that yeah i mean i'm the same way with this place like just it just carries home and yeah. it's always on my mind and so how'd you find that brick and mortar down the alley i mean crazy enough so my buddy owned or he didn't own he uh he was leasing a building for his crossfit gym Oki crossfit downtown which is now he's midtown but uh there was a building next to him that was empty so i was talking to him and that one and so we looked at it and everything and turns out the same landlord ha was renovating this building on third and after like after thinking about what we could do with this building versus what was already set up there yeah this would be much easier to build to our liking rather than convert that one and it was just everything the parking was better and that's funny to say because you right. know what it looks yeah, like yeah, yeah but uh yeah parking's like our our thing or our our yeah. biggest struggle but i feel like it's it almost like every barbecue spot i feel like has some quirk right have you right? I mean, like if you talk franklin of all places like the actual parking i think yeah. that is theirs is like i think it's bigger now but like the first time i went there the yeah. the spots that were actually theirs was not a lot i believe it was pretty small yeah now there's a they got sure. a lot and they yeah got a, i mean the line just snakes or even through like it, you even know? like going to mickleway if we walk park on the street and walk down like but yeah, if, if we take any flack every once in a while, it's kind of like yeah. parking lot sucks. It's like, sorry, it's it's bigger than a lot. Because you can't park across Utica <laughs> yeah, in and, a couple of those spots, yeah, I'm right? Sure people get sick of me like posting that, like yeah. oh, full parking across Utica. But it, I mean, it really, if you park across Utica, you can walk straight to the front door. Yeah, faster than you can. What walk people from. don't know is you could park in that big parking lot right there. Yeah, but I don't want people to know that. <laughs> so <laughs> I've seen it. A scratch that. I've seen yeah. it a couple times. Yeah. but I mean. Yeah, it's 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 okay. We do all right with it. It's it just yeah. depends. Like if uh if everyone who comes to eat that day drives themselves, sometimes the parking lot will look like it's a madhouse inside and it's just super casual. Right. right. But if people carpool, then it they match each other. You yeah. know, it's a chaotic and a little bit loud in here. But there are days when the parking lot looks like like you'd drive by like nah, maybe a different yeah, day yeah. when inside it's plenty of food and makes sense five people online or something makes sense so you had years of r d basically before yeah. before you opened your yeah, doors and they weren't yeah. solid years you know it's not like we were like right, cooking right, every weekend right. i mean there's probably actually like years that went by that we weren't too yeah and then i mean really i think 
when it, with being in and out of restaurants and stuff, we learned enough of how to operate day to day. I mean, of course, we're always still learning, and there's plenty sure. of things we didn't and don't know that we're still picking up every day. But eventually, it was just like, dude, go for it. You know what? Yeah. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to lose all your money. You got to jump in the pool eventually, yeah. right? I mean, you really yeah. do, and yeah. it's worth it. I think it's always, no matter what happens, even from here on out, I think it's. You don't want to have the regrets. Sure. I mean, your food's delicious. I I love, and I'm a barbecue guy. I have a pits and spits and a hasty bake at home, and you know, like I was, what we were just talking about. I love doing it when the weather's right. You know, I'm not going to get oh, yeah. out there and sweat Dude, to death. But you know, I'm a summer person. Like I love, yeah. like that's. I don't really love the winter, but these last couple of days when it's been 60s in the morning, it's pretty nice. I can't like. I mean, I talk a lot of trash on like the winter and like I don't want summer to end, but you uh, th- those do. couple yeah, mornings, yeah. I've, I've, I have to admit, have been pretty nice to like walk out the door yeah. and not just like immediately get hit because I mean the pits. 20 degrees hotter mm-hmm. 2025 than what it is outside I mean, you so, have a big one yeah it's a thousand gallon thousand gallon yeah so if it's a 105 outside it's like 130 yeah. in there so that was custom made yeah um austin smoke works i was gonna say down in texas mm-hmm. probably so you fashion yourself as a texas barbecue place right uh, i mean or am i overstating no, that I mean, okay. hugely inspired for sure okay like because i mean when we first started like we didn't have bologna we do now fair it's one of those fair. but like fair. Dude, we're in the customer service business i mean if people want something and they like yeah. like a lot of texas restaurants don't have a hot barbecue sauce i mean if you it's think. true it's true and we didn't for the first nine months people asked for it and eventually once we made one that we were happy with like we'll roll it out so i mean as far as like yes the like brisket texas ribs texas sauces i mean yeah that's what i mean that's what inspired us those are the flavors that we liked i mean the super simple like for me like a i mean that's just i mean i never i got floored by that and yeah. i think it's kind of like i'm a i didn't grow up in barbecue i grew up more of like grill stuff like steaks and 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 just i've always loved beef so mm. whenever i had beef that hit like steak like oh that's just as good as like it's not I mean, because brisket, in my mind growing up, was never that good. It was always from like a right. rock pot or a, you know, a ro- something that was like heated Not up done foil properly, or right? something. Yeah, yeah, it didn't yeah. have a lot of flavor. And so that, that was when my everything changed. It was mm. like, nope, that's, that's ridiculous. So when you say like brisket and ribs and all that are Texas, what's that mean to you? Like when you say that, are you talking mainly just rubs or how you yeah, cook I it so. or what and you like cook really, it on? Or? And even like just the, the offset is kind of like a... yeah. I mean, but do you use post oak? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it really is Texas then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, luckily it's easy to get tons of people here don't use it. So there's, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of fighting for it. I think uh, some of the bigger people around here are chains actually like hickory. And I know Adam, I think he uses pecan. pecan. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean it, I mean, yes, it's, it's pretty Texas for the most part. And that was what we were shooting for, to be honest. We have yeah. a Texas flag in there. I remember right. like taking a little, like, are we going to take heat for that? It was like, it's Texas barbecue. Like I graduated from OSU. We're all from Oklahoma. It's just like an ode to the people yeah. who we've learned some stuff from and who like inspired us to take the, the leap. And it's also kind of the culture because they do right. have a huge... It's a vibe down there a lot of times. No, I hate 100%. that word. Word's kind of goofy, but like you'll stand in line and it's it's different. You know, it's it's something. I mean, yeah, there's young people and old people. Like it's it's not just it's it's fun. You right. know? It's more of a. It's a there's just a ton of people down there. That's how it works. That is one. Like, yeah, there's a ton of people in Austin, Texas. So, That's very true. So, so there have fifteen fifteen yeah. barbecue places that all do similar things and still all do well. You right. Know? I was gonna say the reason I'm sipping this and you're not. So I'm sipping a Deadwood Tumbling Dice that I picked up from Emily Store Ranch Acres the other day. Yeah, it was a barrel pick she did, I believe. Uh, it's really good. I think it's just MGP. It has 35% rye, 60% corn, and then some barley. But you're not drinking because why are you torturing yourself? What are what are you doing? I am uh I'm embracing the 75 hard challenge. I guess I'm really yeah. just trying to like get a. I mean, it's a. I think people see it as like a physical thing because mm-hmm. you have to like work out twice a day. But really, it's just a. It's a it's a mental discipline thing to make yourself is, do yeah. the same things for 75 so days. it's two workouts a day it's no alcohol it's yeah. a gallon of water yeah and one workout has to be outside right so what, what it's a great time for that it's perfect for that in December, yeah. you know I'm, that wasn't strategic but i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna i think the gallon of water would be the hardest part i'm awake i'm awake a long time so i can knock it out Fair pretty enough. easy and it's hot or it has yeah. been so that's not too bad 
Um, you have to read 10 pages a day, take a mm. progress pick every day, which is funny that those little things sometimes are the worst because it's at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I didn't read. Mm. So you're like, and you're tired and you're just like really at the end of your day. Yeah. And like, uh, I mean, I've failed this before, so I know. You're going to do it though. I've been 34, 35 days in and you've missed miss one, you start over. <sighs> like if you don't take a picture of yourself that day, back to one. And that's why it's so. I would almost make myself do the reading and the picture first thing in the morning. That I can do the picture first thing in the morning, but once I start, like, I just go straight to work. Yeah. And I don't want to get up any earlier than I do. So your schedule, you've, you've mentioned that a couple times. You Did you draw the short straw or did you want the overnight? I'm a morning person by nature. So it just made sense, even okay. though this is, well, this is not a morning person. I mean, person. I was going to say, it's, it's yeah. A, I like, a, like 5 a.m. is great for me. Like, that's when I start clicking really mm -hmm. i love i like about 5 a.m but this is three so you have to you start i start the fire at okay yeah so and i live close enough that i just get up at 2 30. okay and i try to have everything laid out i mean it sounds like right. i was in the tv world before we opened grass fire and i mean that sounds like the overnight or the morning show schedule like I've you know seen, people's I, I, alarm goes off at 2 30 yeah, to be I at the station a, yeah. i see like news trucks and stuff over at the across at the health department mm -hmm. all the time anytime they have something that's early like well somebody's out because usually it feels like it's just me within like and if i'm like a mile in any direction it's it's me yeah <laughs> the quick trip yeah but i feel like there's nothing out so if i hear anything i know it's probably not good right which is kind of frequent yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah so how much when you get there at three you start the fire do you season your briskets like the night before to let it like set yeah, in or do, do you do the it day before okay um and if this is like secrets don't no, feel like you have to say really anything. the night before yeah. and it's just about i think more than anything it's just the convenience because i go straight on to the rib shift so the first thing i do is season ribs okay put ribs on trim ribs for the next day and start doing prep stuff so that's really it's more just and also like who knew what like so brian's way better with briskets than i am mm. like the rib world is like the rib shift is more my world and uh so it's just it just fell that yeah, way. It works. Kinda. Yeah, it works. It, it works, and it's it's been that way since the beginning, and it just yeah. I can't imagine doing it different. Although that's probably bad. We should. Oh, we'll mean, play, we're gonna play with some stuff. I'm are gonna, you? I might be. Uh, I might be training someone to take part of my shift. No kidding. Yeah, that's when you've made it. When you no, can no, sleep till yeah. seven or would that I'm, be the trim or would that be starting it? Starting the fire. Yeah, and uh, I'd probably still like I said I'll get up at five. I'll probably be. I'd still come in pretty early. Yeah, and. I mean, I feel like it'd be months and months before I'd let somebody on their own. Makes sense. Because it's so precious. If to, you fuck you know, it up, I mean, it's like... Oh, I mean, that's the thing about the 3 a.m. thing. Is like, I mean, if you're an hour late, you're screwed. Yeah. Like, that's... I'd probably be waking up at 3 just checking the camera to make sure they were there. Right, like, if right. they're not, because I'd just have to haul ass. Because, I mean, yeah, I, actually, we could probably do 4 mm. on a good day when it's warm outside. There's no problems. You know, nothing happens. You, you can do it. But... We always build in, you know, as you should, yeah. a little time for things to go wrong, like having to <laughs> defrost the smoker and or anything, like yeah. come in, the power's not working. I mean, we've had that a couple times, or someone shut up, like broke the thing outside and shut well, our we've power had the off. Same, we've had the and same like, thing, yeah. We got spray painted on yesterday. We've had a couple oh, windows cool. busted out. And then when the windows get busted out, of course, the alarm company calls, and it's always around one, so it's like... I just went to bed or whatever. Like, right. It is what it is. And I mean, I've seen like some places have boarded up and just so it doesn't happen. Like yeah. the emptier buildings. And Taco Mayo's had boards on their windows for. They really have. Like, yeah. I've month. noticed that. Yeah. yeah. And those got knocked out, I think. And they just like. Is that put, why? Put the boards up there and spray painted like open. <laughs> like, We're still open. <laughs> yeah. Like still open. Just oh. plywood on the walls. But yeah. And the spray paint wasn't too bad. It wasn't. The artist turn it into some art he also got across the street and i saw somewhere downtown that i saw the same art okay and, uh, it's not it wasn't it wasn't a huge tag that was like multicolor that would be hard to get rid of so right. i think a couple couple hours of power washing they took care of it but um, that's funny it's part of it yeah i, I guess mean, I it is i think we our first break-in was a, a few months after being open it was just like what are you trying to take? Are you assuming they, there's they cash took, uh, or you want food? Yeah, they like, took the register, like the cash box, but there's like nothing in it. Everyone yeah. knows there's nothing in it. But the problem is that when they ripped it out, it ripped the cables. Like, oh, and I remember I tried to eat the next day and like mm. none of the stuff was working. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, 
those cables you can't just go buy them right. of course because they're like they come with but luckily when high dive was here nick had an old one that's right and we were only closed for like a day because we borrowed that from him and that was freaking huge because yeah. we we didn't get our new cables for five days True. and we expedite you know everything and that was pretty early on in your oh, and deal the, i mean it? we were yeah. open three weeks and then closed for two weeks because staff had a, there was a lot of COVID in our building okay um, so yeah we were open for three weeks it was going great closed for two weeks that's a gut punch and then we were back for like a month and something and then the cables get ripped out and that was back in the time i don't know things have changed a lot back even then when like the, the COVID outbreak kind of thing you're like kind of hesitant to even talk about mm-hmm. it because it, it still just felt like like a stigma or something yeah yeah because we were just like unfortunately due to blah 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 we have to yeah. and, and really just and ultimately you end up saying what's going on but you just at first you're just like oh because it's not it wasn't due to like being irresponsible you did right. it's a it's not an awesome subject. But no, you know, it just there's, happens. There's just yeah. not much you can do about it. Yeah. I mean, you do your best. and It's still stop. weird now. Like, I was on a plane Saturday and Sunday this past weekend going down to see family in Dallas and hearing people. Now, luckily, the guy that was hacking up along on the plane was wearing a mask. But, you know, now there's questions of how much do they actually yeah. work and do and all that. Yeah. But it's still weird to me. Like, it sh- I don't think it should feel weird, but it still feels weird uh, to be on a well, plane without a mask. Yeah, and it got really deep in me personally, the the, the cautious side. Yeah. It, it Maybe even a little too far. I mean, I don't know if you can be too cautious, but I mean, and like when you're in a, a, a man, like you're, these, your staff, you're supposed to look out for them and you want the best for everybody. Now I remember your whole staff wore masks. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. And it was even like, and we had, we still had people, you know, outside of work calling like, hey, I'm. I'm positive and i was like well maybe we all didn't get it because we're wearing them yeah who knows maybe not or whatever and and it was yeah like, so it was really hard to even like say like okay let's take it off because after that that two weeks i mean you think about your lose like you lost your momentum that you just got that's a horrible time for that to happen no i mean it was it not was, that there's a good time but that's but a horrible was, time for the business it was pretty rough because we just started like it was three weeks and it was going i mean as well as we had hoped it was yeah. it was when we weren't like lines out the door or anything but you know we were building and uh the two weeks you shut down you lose those that money and the worst part is you throw away all your product like i tried to give something you know like i think maybe at that time tulsa like philip with tulsa brisket company maybe he took a couple Mm. briskets off of me and i think we tried to see if justin i can't remember if he needed any but we're just like just take them yeah then you end up having to rebuy it and i'm sure we can talk about the price of this crap too so i mean that's why i stopped cooking brisket at home it's insane it's It's not worth it for me a single guy to spend that much money on a brisket it's still crazy for is in the fours now um it depends what you want well that's like it's a valid point yeah i mean it's in it's in the fours at sam's and Mm -hmm. it's in the four for like a prime that isn't as just not there's you know there's different levels and different companies so like there's some that are just under five but they're they're just not the ones we're proud of yeah and they're still nice briskets but like to really we want to really we really want to shine like and like it's just it sucks because you have to spend all this money yeah and i mean you can cook a good brisket but we want to cook a great brisket and you're spending i mean you can spend almost six right now it's unreal that's crazy that's insane yeah i mean especially when you're talking like i think when we this is like pre-covid i think the same brisket was barely over four and that was for like a really nice brisket yeah I remember Sam's pre-COVID. I mean, it was in the upper twos, low threes when it was on sale. When we first got our first quote or started, like, got hooked up with, um, we used Benny Keith and Cisco both. And we're talking pork was, like, barely over a dollar. It's easily, it's over $2 everywhere for pork butt. I mean, is it, I mean, Sam's is, I mean, Sam's is over two bucks on a pork butt. So it's crazy. That That used to be, that used to be, like, the cheap meat that you could. Yeah. A lot of people do. I love pork butt. I, I don't I don't mind it. Yeah. You know, I go through phases in and out of what I care about. I usually have like a bite of brisket every day because we just like mess with the ratios mm-hmm. and seasoning. It never really ends for us. And I'm assuming that's everybody's do thing. Do you change your rubs? We have changed. Or do you maybe same ingredients but levels? That's what, yeah, we've of, done that. Okay. And we've like a little bit more of pepper. Like, I mean, that's yeah. like we've messed with that. I mean, that's almost like a always tweaking 
Yeah. You probably can't. I mean, we were probably the only ones that noticed, you know. Um, well, for, I mean, for the if most If you eat part. there enough or if yeah, you eat yeah. there day to day. Yeah. And then, but like, you have to eat a ton of brisket to notice, like, I think you used a little. It's like, a valid point. But yeah. I mean, you can, you can definitely notice too much salt or too much pepper. Too much salt really. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've heard like some, some people like real, like, oh, too much pepper. It's like spicy. We don't get that, but I've, no. I've heard that. I'm when, a black pepper guy. I, I like it all. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we've tweaked on brisket, but just like, it's so minor. And we notice it. We can notice yeah. it. But. So if you're true. True Texas barbecue when it comes to the brisket, and you're modeling after Franklin. Do you use the Lori seasoning salt? We have, and yeah. we don't. We do, and we don't. You know, we yeah. have, and we haven't. Because like that's the secret recipe that you know oh, he used to the, say that, salt. Yeah, and pepper. that's what they call like the the worst kept secret right. in Texas barbecue. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we have, and we haven't. Like like I said, we've tried stuff like closer. You know, like just. I mean, it's all simple. Whether it's like yeah. no matter what we're trying, none of it's stuff you don't already have under your cabinet. Like. With like onion powder or garlic, you're not powder. inventing there's, spices there's over there. There's nothing wild. Yeah. yeah, there's no coriander Saffron or something. brisket. But you know, some <laughs> people have, and like I, I, I'm just, I'm a Neander. I'm just, I'm a yeah. caveman, and like it's, I'm just not that. I think complex. I mispronounced it. I think I said Lowry's seasoning. It's Lowry's. Oh, Lowry's. Yeah. Right, Lowry's. Lowry's yeah. yeah, I caught myself but, when I said. Yeah, but that's that was the funny thing is now that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows all about that. And when we were trying to figure it out years ago, like we could not. Because it wasn't out. just was salt like, and pepper. And, right. and we dug around, and this is like before there was like, you dug around and we found an interview with John Lewis when he was at La Barbecue and his rub had it. And that's the first we ever heard about it. And then some years, now it's like, you know, everybody talks about it. Yeah. Because it, prior to knowing you could use it for barbecue, it was really used for like Cajun type cooking, right? Yeah, and I think like... I don't Seafood think I ever used it anymore on like on like or like French fries or something. Yeah, like that. stuff like probably that. like that. Yeah, growing up, I don't think I ever used it in. I'm, but I'm no chef or anything. <laughs> like I don't have a lot of skills right, in that. Right. Like I'm, I'm barbecue dude, and that's about it. You know, I, I like to grill. Like I, I love steaks, but yeah, there's. I don't think there's anything better. Like when I think about it's like very uh, true. Yeah, that's all I really want. I, yeah, I could eat steak like four days a week if it was. It's, it's also ex extremely expensive right now. Well, you now can't too. do that. Yeah. 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 But so that's nothing hits home like a good thing. Right. So being so Texas influenced, it had to mean a lot when you were in Texas monthly. Yeah, it was crazy. Because that, that, that guys that don't know, it, I mean, that is, I don't even know how to describe. I don't know what an equivalent would be. It's anywhere yeah, else in the country, really. And I don't really think you. It's hard to explain to somebody like what a heavy hit that is. It's like massive. It's, it's huge. Like Daniel yeah. Vaughn is like. Huge. I mean, right. like, there's no one like him anywhere. You know, the rights. The, his job is barbecue. Like, what would a comp be? It's almost like a New York Times review back in the day, maybe, or something like that. Something like for like a fine dining restaurant. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to, and it's even like it's when you try to explain to somebody like it's crazy that we were in there because I mean all this like we just started driving down there and like trying to like figure like watch what people were doing and yeah. learn stuff and then like that that came out a year. Like the our one year anniversary that came out, that's awesome. Yeah, so I was like, I did not expect that. You know. So how did you find out? Did they interview you guys, or did yeah, they? Yeah, uh, because I didn't actually, actually get to read the article. So yet. the day that Daniel was in town, he went to 1907, then he came over to our place, and spoke briefly. You know, but he was he was on another trip and just happened to be coming through, I guess. And then he sent us an Instagram message like, "Can I?" call you on Monday and like, sure. Had no idea like what it was really going to, yeah. you know, if it was going to be an Instagram post or something. Sure. I'd, and then I think he obviously told us that it was going to be in, in Texas monthly. And we're like, Oh my gosh, that's, I mean, definitely unexpected. Yeah. A lot of it's unexpected. We don't, we've never done this before. So even like when like Tulsa world came, it was like, Oh wow. And that really helped us a lot. That was sure. a big one for us. That's, that's when we jumped a little was bit. Was that a Scott Cherry review? No, no. Gosh, what was? Oh my gosh, blank. blank. It'll it'll come later. Yeah, but uh, I remember a couple of people came and were talking to me like we came because this guy doesn't say nice stuff unless it's true. And oh. I was like, awesome, and that that really did make that was our first difference maker in town. Mm -hmm. And we, he's like, you probably get quite a bit busier. And we're like, okay, so we load like one more brisket, right? Two more slabs of ribs, and that's when that twelve fifteen thing we were talking about oh, earlier. Oh yeah, that was a couple of those days. And I was like, I can't believe that. Like, I mean. Yeah. Again, again, you know, like 
That's the crazy thing to me about the barbecue world is, I mean, Donnie does the same thing. I think everyone kind of does the same thing because barbecue is such a, you need to have it hot and fresh and fresh to an extent. Like it can be in the warmer for a little bit, but like, you know, you cook what you have and you're out when you don't have any more. I think that's one of the things like, I mean, we, we always like try to like make sure we credit Bernco with stuff around Tulsa. Like, right. That's what made, I mean, there's, they have plenty of things that made them unique, but that's one of the things that was great. It was like fresh. It wasn't from yesterday. And I mean, and I see that I see why people like st- meat's expensive. I understand why yeah. someone wants to serve that. We call it day two Q and like, yeah. we obviously don't. And that hurts sometimes when you have to toss. I mean, cause you can only eat so much of it. You're tired mm-hmm. of it. Give it to staff. Well, now, it, you know, yeah, instead of tossing street, it, just come right down the it's, alley. It's and, more rare these days because yeah. we're getting a little better and like, we're not, you know, we don't have too many. So like, but I mean, last Friday it was like. We had a, way, a huge Tuesday and a chill Friday. I realized that because I left down the alleyway and it was Friday at like one thirty, and the parking lot was... It's just really hard. To, who knows? Yeah. So we tried to just update like the Instagram stories like, hey, it's Friday at noon and we have a brisket and mac and stuff. cheese. Yeah. And like it usually by 1230 on a Friday, you don't have mac and cheese for sure. Mm. And I mean, brisket we usually hold on to for quite a while. We have it. We we make a lot, yeah. Know, or compared to other stuff. How did you decide what your sides were going to be? Because you have what you have grits, you have the slaw and beans, you have mac and cheese. So yeah, we have the traditionals like the the yeah. beans, the mac and che- or the beans and potato salad slaw, right. which you kind of just have cheese to. grits get me every time. Cheese man. grits is like that's the one Oof. actually we went to when we went to Micklewait that very first place we went. They had jalapeno cheese grits, and I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. It was. And then we were going to do that. And then we kind of went, you know, we, we took the jalapenos out mm. just to be more approachable to more people. We were going to even have like on the side, you can throw them in if you'd mm-hmm. like, but that was just inspired by how great those were. So good. I mean, that was the best side that I'd had in a long time. It's really taught. That's a comfort food within barbecue. Like, is it to me? Okay. I mean, that's like cheese grits is like kind of like a wintry, you know, 100%. that'd be great when it's like kind of chilly outside. Yeah. But this is gonna sound so stupid. I, I'm <laughs> so excited for talking about sides. So I don't know if you've had Justin's collard greens. I haven't. Fucking hell, dude! It's. I'm excited that it's now that season. Getting that, yeah, it's yeah, like up it on makes that. me happy. Like I had it for the first time. My old neighbors that lived across the street uh, had them cater or like you know got the Thanksgiving stuff to go, mm-hmm. and there's this huge thing of it, and I messaged him at the table. I was like, hey, dude, like, what is this? And he, what I love about the barbecue community, and if you've listened to all these, I've said it to everyone, is how approachable everyone is and how open with, like, what you would consider secrets. He just sent me his recipe for the collard greens. Maybe it's because I don't have a restaurant and I'm not competition, but it's like, you know, thank you. Like, that's fantastic. I mean, I think, like, everyone keeps a little bit. Yeah, a probably. Tiny bit. You have to, Everyone right? keeps a little bit in their pocket that they don't, they don't talk about, but I think we could all probably guess what yeah. we're each doing. But, I mean, the, the community thing is really huge. Like, speaking of Adam and Justin, I mean, our first day Adam was there, brought us a bottle. I mean... Oh, that's awesome. And then, I mean, we've... I mean, we've had to borrow wood from Justin. He's had to grab some from us before. Yeah. I mean, it's it really is, like, everyone... We root for each other, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, as much as, like, we... We all want to stay afloat, but at the same time, like, I mean, I think we help each other in a way too. Yeah. I mean, so you and Justin were in the Texas Monthly, right? 1907 mm-hmm. was in there as well. Yeah. I asked Adam this and I, I wasn't, I didn't get the answer I was looking for. So I'm going to ask you. <laughs> we'll see. When, let's just take Tulsa for, for instance, when you're all cooking somewhat of the same style of barbecue, what is it that differentiates Oakheart from 1907 from Max from you know whatever that is because Adam's answer was well we're just Max like we do things our own way but in a broader sense like you're all kind of cooking in the same similar style because you're all in the same city same yeah. region so what do you think is the differenti- differentiating factor between because obviously like Carolina has their style Texas has its style Oklahoma Kansas City has its style yeah and the, and the thing gosh I, I wish I had a great answer but I mean really <laughs> it's it isn't there's not huge differences. I mean, like Justin's a little more, like a little more, like he'll go out on the, he does limb the Mexican a bit more. stuff sometimes. Like he, and he's, does the, yeah. he's done some stuff. Like he'll, he's got a little more flair in that mm-hmm. world. And I think we're more traditionalists. I mean, not that he's not like, he definitely sure, like sure. nails the traditional as well, but we we're just 
we just want to do the basics great mm. and do it every day great. I think that's the hard like this this isn't answering your question at all, but that's it is okay. it is yeah. one of the things that like it's a grind, it's hard, every day is a challenge. And if you can knock it out every day, even the ones you don't feel good or things are rough, like I think that's the biggest thing for me. I get that, that. sets people apart. I mean, because we all do have rough days. Like three Tuesdays ago I had a cook that was just everything came out fine. It, it all looked good, tasted good. But it was just a struggle. Like I just mm. could not get on track, and that's it's like, I think those are the days that you have to prove that you're a yeah. good barbecue cook or that you care enough to like keep fighting through. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe it. You're just off time, like stuff just not falling right, and it's all like time to wrap this, time to do this. It's all hitting at once, and right. your phone. Like I'm answering emails about caters. Like we, you know, like we're you got to be a multitasker. We're, we're a very yeah. small team. And like the phone, it's that's what I like. Sometimes I have to write, like, I'll be back to you. I'm also cooking the ribs for this morning. And yeah, um, yeah, I'll like tomorrow, I'll leave the pit, hit a cater, stay there till one. Like it's just right now, like if, if we get prices of meat back to where they were, I could replace that. I could, I could take for that. sure. Yeah. I could get another person and they're super easy. How much of your business is catering? Um, it's growing is for it? sure. Yeah, it really wasn't a lot for quite some time, but now it's getting to be. It's it's getting to be more substantial. That's awesome. And I know this this holiday season probably will like yeah. last holiday season we weren't really known last December like and that's the big month mm -hmm. and now we've had enough exposure now that I think this will be a pretty good one and I love doing it mm. it stresses me out because I'm that's who I am. Do you also serve it when you're there? Uh, it just depends. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like I'm by nature a ball of stress when it comes to, like <laughs> I want it, I want it to be great you know yeah. like I, so I'm like driving there even though I've checked the checklist twice like oh god. What did I forget? Yeah, you have and that I, feeling. I know yeah. I've checked it all, and I'm yeah. just like until I get there and stop, I'm just like, uh, mm. and then you know it's just who I am, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's a it's the reason they're not screwed up because I just that's sure it's good and bad, you know. I think the reason I keep asking that question to everyone about the what sets it apart is, well, it's twofold. You know, in the production world, like you almost have to have a differentiator because nowadays with iPhones being as mm. fancy as they are, everybody feels like they can shoot their own video, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, well, you can shoot video, yes, but we can do X, Y, Z. And like this is now becoming a virtual production studio. We'll be the first one in Oklahoma that's like fully virtual. Um, so that's a point of differentiation. So I feel like they're, I live in that world of mm -hmm. like what sets me apart from my competition. But also I want someone to tell me it's the sides. It can be the size because it's I think between that, us and Justin, yeah. we have similar. We have some, we both do right. cheese grits. Um, I don't remember his beans. Oh, I do. I've we do a similar, but they're different. Like yeah. if I remember his, were a little more peppery. I think so. Um, so we do. It's all like anything. It's all in the same realm, right? With a little bit more of this. A little. I mean, the thing is, is like you can go. We've had enough brisket in Texas to know like we can go to five different places and be like, there's was a little more and this is a little more like that. Mm. And this cook was a little better. And this, most people wouldn't, you know, like yeah. that's, that is true that like the average person who hasn't eaten 200 briskets or something, but I can, I can pick it out. You can tell. I can tell sometimes, not always for the longest time. I, I could tell there was something I didn't know what it was. Mm. And that was Lowry's all those years. Yeah. But I mean, I get how it would seem similar to somebody who you side by side them. Yeah. But I, I mean, obviously I could tell, like say Justin's brisket, our brisket side by side, I could taste the difference big time, but I could see how someone wouldn't at the same Even time. Even if it isn't side by side, do you think you could have yours and then drive down to 1907 and have theirs and taste, or does it almost need to be side by side? I think I, could, I would notice the difference, Okay. but I, I should. I'm I mean, you should. I'm it's your baby, right? Day. It's your yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but then again, this is another problem with just working and sleeping is I haven't had any of Justin's food in like quite some oh, wow. time. I was going to ask, do you eat barbecue? Like when, if it's not I want other work, people's barbecue, yeah. yeah I, I'd be into it. I just don't because right now, I mean, I don't want to sound like I work all day every day. But It kind of sounds like it. It's I mean, we, we don't work Sundays at all. Well, that's fair. So yeah. it's just, that's kind of like a catch up on And then you life. prep Monday for Tuesday. Yeah, and we're yeah. cooking Monday. I mean, that's Sunday is kind of like do your laundry and clean yeah. up all the messes from the week and... But I mean, I would, and as we get more time, I, I totally plan. I haven't been out to, to butcher in a thousand years. Mm. I want to go to Edgecraft in Oklahoma city. I want to go there too. Um, yeah. All of them, all these things are on my list. I just need a little more time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd even like to go back to like DFW. There's some, there's 
it's crazy. Like that's the hot spot. It's blowing it up. It used to be Austin, and now you don't have to go that far anymore. Yeah. I mean, you don't even hear. You can you can come here, or you, right. can to, you can go to Mother Road or whatever. But now, I mean, for the longest time, we drove to Austin. Now it's just like stop in Dallas, and you're good. There's plenty of awesome There's barbecue. Really in Dallas. good barbecue in yeah, Dallas. Tons. I had some of it this weekend. Um, I know it's towards the end of your day, so I'll ask you a few more questions, let you get out of here and and go get some rest. I'm kind of awake. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of going. I'm okay. So I would take it that by what you said about Franklin, that you're a fan of his. I was going to ask, how do you think like his influence on, on barbecue? Is it a good thing? Is it, I mean, eyeballs is always a good thing, but overall do you view it as a good thing? Definitely. I mean, from my perspective, I don't know. I've heard other people feel differently, but I mean, as far as the people I know, like he kind of helped make it cool with a younger crowd, you know, it wasn't, sure. and I mean, I think one of the things that comes up a lot is like his, like, Oh, Aaron Franklin says this, like, it's you only this, it it's this. only exactly. this, like yeah. clean smoke, blah, 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 all these different things. It's like, man, that's, that's what like the, the like yeah. kind of, because Adam's on the other side of like it doesn't have to be three, two, one for ribs. I don't think I don't it doesn't think anything have to be has to be anything. Right, right. I think that he did create such an awesome like that brisket was. I'm sure, however many years ago, if mm-hmm. it was that good ten years ago, probably knock some socks off. You know, so yeah. of course, like people want to do it like that. I mean, there's and there's reasons why it works, but it's not that like other people weren't doing awesome barbecue before that. But I mean, I don't know the dude, but I, but I mean, right. But, but he seems, I mean, he obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah. And you like, know, he's successful. He has a James I mean, Beard. Like he's, I think he's, I mean, definitely it's been good for like, if you, if you see his like Texas barbecue expanding mm-hmm. good, then he's been great for, right, for it because right. I mean, you've got places and all over, you know, popping up mm-hmm. all over that are Texas barbecue or Texas inspired barbecue. So, I mean. I can't imagine. Uh, I don't think I can't think of anything really terrible. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. Other than just like if you if people like read the book and say like it has to be what Gotta he says in way. the book. Yeah. Like I mean, for instance, like the Lowry's thing. Like you know, he didn't tell you that. But I mean, everyone's got their secrets. For sure. What, but uh, I don't I know. Would, I don't know what made me think of this, but when I was in Dallas this weekend, we were. I was driving through. I think I was in somewhere between like Plano and. Dallas ish or something. I saw, and I'm going to tell you the name of this place and it, I'm kind of am talking shit on them, but I didn't eat their food. So it might be <laughs> spectacular. So I, I, this is not a judgment on their food. It's just by name only. I think it was the worst name of any restaurant I've ever seen in my life. It was meat anytime. That was the name of the restaurant. M E A T. Incredible. Anytime. It's, it's probably it's delicious. Probably like the best, right? Best barbecue on the planet. It's probably like Franklin's side yeah. project or something. But th- it was the worst. And the logo was like an M and an A, and then the state of Texas. And I was like, that's yeah. That sounds like it'd be like incredible though, because yeah. you see that and like, yeah, it's probably like yeah, it's probably the dopest barbecue ever. I think another thing on the Franklin thing is I I think there's other people that we wish got some you know that's probably a lot of it as much i mean because it it does appear to like people from outside like oh man aaron franklin invented all this stuff right barbecue wasn't around before franklin had his show yeah you know and there's plenty of people who were that inspired him you know and and i'm sure i'm and he's given them shine who do you think's the godfather of barbecue who do you think is like the is there someone do you know a name i just asked that off the top of my head i don't know who it would be is there someone that was like the Julia Child of barbecue? Like back in the day? Yeah, like man. old, old school. I mean, well, you have like the old school places in Texas, like in Lockhart. You've got right, right. like Kreitz Market and stuff like that. Like, I mean, probably I some mean, of those guys. That's as yeah. old school as it gets. Like meat markets that turn. I love those places. Do barbecue as well. Yeah. You know? Like that's those. I think you're probably right. Those Some of those kind of guys, yeah. just like don't you don't really know their name. Hell, even you Butcher's know Barbecue, the guy's dad that runs Butcher's Barbecue, oh, yeah. has been around forever, dude. Yeah, you know, he's just he's be on those like barbecue pitmaster yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah, we used to cook on Saturdays, and that was like one of the free channels on your TV yep. when you didn't have cable would show all those like all day long. So yeah, by the end of that day, I was so sick of barbecue. I'd like watch that and, and cook a brisket all day. <laughs> those are the days when you cook a brisket at your house. And by the time it's finally done, you don't even want it. It's like, I'm not hungry. Like, I'm so over this, yeah. like, like the heat and the smoke. And <laughs> it's just like, ah, is this, and then you like 
like you go sit it down to rest and you're like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Because yeah. we're cooking <laughs> on some, crap, some crappy little offset that like you can't leave it for like 15 minutes. It's right. either going to be like 450 degrees or 10. And so you're having to just babysit it all day. It's like a... Man, that's the thing. I was going to ask your advice for like people getting into barbecue if they were going to try it at home. I'll just give you a piece of advice before I ask you. Uh, burn some fires without any meat and just learn how to control your fire. Yeah, that's huge. Because... Whew, that's a big thing. Yeah. Like the, your peaks and valleys and all that. Like that's, know when to put the meat that's on. That's part of yeah. why a brisket is awesome. Like the the control. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's like, probably why you start the fire at three because. But when do you actually put the ribs on? When do you put the meat on? Around four, four thirty. About about four. It takes that long for the fire to peak and then to like get back to where it's. But you know, this is another thing that goes like against like kind of the grain. Plenty of people who do awesome stuff, they'll throw the meat on, start the fire. The dirty smoke is, I mean, that's interesting. That's another one of those things that's kind of a thing. It was kind of like an internet thing for a second. I mean, still might be, but like, you know, Franklin talks about the clean Clean smoke. smoke. Yeah. yeah. And then other people are like, dirty smoke isn't that bad. I mean, that's. As long as there's not 12 hours of it. In the first few hours, like, it really gives it a smoky flavor. And you can, like, and then after that, burn clean. And Mm. that's because that's when it takes in the most smoke is in the first yeah few hours of the cook i guess i mean what do i know i just you just run a barbecue just, restaurant hey it doesn't mean i know that much i mean i just know what i do but that's one of those things that you know i don't yeah. like i remember telling my dad when he smoked I was like oh this is too dirty you need this super clean smoke and i was like i don't think so you know because just i eat it it's fine. but that was like years ago and i just like was yeah. reading or watching videos and i'm not talking about dirty nasty billowing smoke but it's okay to have yeah. i mean it's smoked meat you know it's right. not but meat anytime. Yeah, it's just man. It's probably so good. It, I'm gonna have to go back and eat it now, and give a fair review. I'm gonna look it up. When yeah, I leave. yeah. But. It was it was something. Um, progression wise, as an industry, if you want to call it that, with barbecue, is there anything you see as far as innovation or as far as where do you go yeah, from here like, now that everybody can cook awesome briskets? Right, and right. Like, is there is there something we don't know about that you're looking at or that you're pinpointing as like, you know what, that could be a thing not that, down the line? Not for me, but that's not really who I am, I guess. is mm. like, I like a lot of old school things. Like, I'm getting older, so of course I'm getting all right. certain things. Right. I mean, I think, like, obviously, like you said, sides can be fun and you can explore those a little bit more. And that's something we, we like to do. But we're just we're we're tight on time yeah. right now. But we we will be experimenting a little bit more. Not so not so, not on brisket or anything. Sure. But like I mean, you want, added what baked potatoes? You added chicken every once in a while. Potato, we yeah. had baked potatoes off and on. Those are expensive right now. Um, I, know. I love baked it, potatoes. We were waiting for the and I'll I'll, I'll do it again once it cools off. But it's hard to mm. sell. Like it's a, it's a hard sell when it's a hundred outside. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, we we've played with some stuff here and there, and like we've always talked about. Brisket, brisket chili pie forever and ever and just Ooh, haven't done that it sounds yet. delicious. We were going to do a brisket meatloaf last winter. All these things like a smoked meatloaf. and So would that be you grind the brisket and then make the meatloaf out of it? Yeah. Because you couldn't keep it as like a... No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, it'd yeah. just be ground brisket. Okay. But when you smoke it and like get a bark <sighs> on it like like a brisket. Yeah. That's what I do with my chili is I... It's not brisket meat, but I get ground beef and I make the chili keep the meat out, put the chili on the smoker, grate in the meat on top, and smoke it and let it drip down. Oh, boy. Dude, we wind up with so We have so much beef trim. It's just out of hand. Yeah. So we really need – that's why we're like always trying to think of something we could do with it. Like, gosh, it, it goes – it piles up. You ever thought about – well, I mean, I know Justin does hamburgers. You ever thought about using some of it for burgers? We have. We've done burgers. Oh, I missed that. Okay. On, um, not in quite a while, but we've done them. And it's just – it seems like one of those things sometimes like – People are there to eat ribs. They're there to eat briskets. Fair, fair. It's hard to sell a burger on some days. Some days you can. It's like I said, it's so unpredictable anymore. Like yeah. some days you have people first three in line, like burger, burger, like they came for it, you know, because we post up on Instagram mm-hmm. or something. And then another day, like you could sell out of everything and still have your burgers chilling. Like it's, it's true. You never know. It's, it's true. It's really the only thing you can count on is <laughs> brisket, rib, sausage. Right. You know the Trinity or whatever. And but yeah, we'll definitely do some more burgers and things like that. Especially, I think as I feel more like playful with stuff when it cools off. In the yeah. summer, you're just kind of just. Like, I feel like you're somewhat playful with your sandwiches too, because you have the was it the Mac Daddy? Yeah, that one's it's pretty simple, but it's yeah. super gluttonous or whatever. Which is mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese on brisket, brisket right? And sauce, yeah. yeah. 
And then we have one that's like kind of like the more traditional. Everyone's got a, a sandwich with coleslaw, but except for ours is all beef based, so it's mm. it's beef sausage with brisket and coleslaw and sauce and pickles. But a lot, you know, it's not a pork and slaw. Yeah. But, and of course, you can kind of make up whatever you want. If sure. You, if you got ideas, I have a go-to sandwich order there. I think every time I come, I get a two meat sandwich. Usually, I try to. I cook a lot of pork butt, so I try to order what I don't cook. Yeah. Right. So I get yeah. brisket and turkey. I love your turkey. So I get brisket and turkey. Uh, I've heard that turkey is going to be almost like impossible don't tell to me. get around oh. Thanksgiving. I mean, like for everyone. Jeez. Because you know, they had the, the flu a little while ago right. with chickens, and I heard yeah. like turkey is going to be low. Uh-oh. Yeah. Get them now. Yeah. But yeah, I love your two meat. I eat the – I pull the brisket off. I eat a turkey sandwich with side of grits, and I save the brisket for dinner, and then I make a baked potato, and like I just make two meals out of it. I love yeah. it. That's my go-to order. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. start just making one that's like bologna with cheese and smashed baked lays on, or smashed lays like, like, like a sixth grade sandwich or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And just uh, put that on the white bread. Like, yeah, and just <laughs> yeah. like like you tear and put it in a brown bag. I'm like there you go. Oh, I love that. Take this off to school. I love that because like sometimes you just do random things because you're just like I don't want any of this because yeah. it's just you see it every day. I mean, like I said, I eat brisket a bite or so every day, mm. but I don't eat barbecue every day. Right. I taste test things, but yeah, it would get old if you ate it every day. Yeah, I mean, but it could be worse. Yeah, well, that's a valid point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, two more questions. And I'll yeah. let you go. Best bite of barbecue you've ever had? What would you say? Everyone does this, right? They all do the yeah. deep breath. It's like, oh man. <sighs> yeah, it's, the hardest part is because you change. You know, your first. That's a great time, point. The, yeah. the first one you had, like you, it was like a clean. Like your palate had never, you never experienced that. So you're like, oh my gosh. And you don't know if like, like, so if I was, we could say it's Franklin or 2M or, or La Barbecue or all these places mm-hmm. that we've all been to. If they would have been like any one of those, if it was my first bite of, of brisket or, or like a beef rib or something, that would be the one. Yeah. Maybe so, not best. Maybe the one that stands out in your mind the most. Maybe that's a better way to phrase it. For whatever reason. Could have been company, could have been. Yeah. This is another thing that goes back to why we were so inspired by texas barbecues everyone was so great mm. like everywhere you went consistency awesome like you could tell everyone was really committed yeah i mean man some of the one of the best bites of brisket i've had was at 2m in san antonio i mean and everyone's gonna say franklin i've had franklin pretty, pretty hard yeah like it yeah was pretty i've waited in that line pretty freaking it's good it's good and i don't know if it was because you were in line for three hours that it hit so hard right. but i mean there's a reason it blew up like that and it's not just hype right i mean there has to be the basis for the hype to yeah, build upon because at one you know? point it was all people from austin and but now it's like yeah. people all over the world like literally people yeah. all over the world are in line with you have you seen a bump from the texas monthly yet from people coming up from different we, we did it at the beginning. The bumps don't last that long. Like they okay. kind of like hit real fast, and then you get a little more consistent. Yeah. But every time something happens, you get a little bit of a bump from it. But as we're, you know, like the Tulsa World one was huge because it was our first one. Right. So there's all these people that never heard of you, and it was like bang. And now they'll happen, and it's just not going to affect you as hard because I guess more people already know about you. But it's a good point. The, the best bite, man. Gosh, dude, that's so tough. That's I, tough. Nobody can answer. Like that's tough. Because I mean, the first the first place we went, like I said, was Mickleway, and having the jalapeno cheese grits, a beef rib, brisket. Yeah. Um, we had like an all beef sausage, I think, or maybe I not. I can't remember that. But it was all. Yeah. Cut. Well, this might be easier to answer. Last question: the worst bite of barbecue you've ever had. Gosh, and I did hear what Adam said, and I. I'm gonna, Do you think it's the same place? I think it might be exactly the same place. <laughs> Do you want to say the name of the no, place? Because he didn't. Okay. I can't. I can't because I just can't. You what know? about it was so bad? If it was you just both bland. Say that. It was bl- like yeah. it felt like the meat was just thrown on a like un- take it out of the package, throw it on a smoker. Mm. Didn't taste seasoned or maybe even. I mean, because you can cook on a rotisserie smoker with no wood. I right. mean, it's gonna heat up. Right. I don't know. I mean, gosh, that sucks to say that. And I don't even want to like put, talk about like big chains or anything because that's a different world. It, it's a totally I mean, different world, yeah. That's, that's the worst bite of barbecue I've ever had was when I was judging one of the hasty bake competitions, and some it was the other category, which is always interesting. Someone submitted alligator, yeah, I, and it wasn't. It was white, and it had the pink smoke ring, so it just looked weird, and it wasn't seasoned well at all, and it was just rubber and. 
I don't even know how to describe yeah, the flavor. Think, and I would want to give it a shot, of course. Like someone like want to yeah. try some alligator, but I was the one that said I'll try that yeah, one. I would, but, that would be me. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I think another thing that was disappointing about that experience is that, it, like, I think he might have mentioned this too. Is like kind of had some like high hopes, like oh, I've heard really yeah. good things, and it just didn't miss the mark. Didn't happen, and, mm. and it wasn't even like I don't think I don't feel like it missed the mark. I think that's just what it had become. Interesting, maybe. you yeah. know, like things change and what things that were great sometimes aren't it's very down true. the road and but yeah i definitely don't want to like hurt anybody <laughs> but yeah. I, it just sounded really familiar and it could be a completely different place but i mean that's what's gonna bum you out right like kind of like not the food's not very warm there's no seasoning and the, they don't seem happy to see you like yeah it's not gonna be a good that's a bad combo yeah, of things I mean, even two of the three would be rough but mm -hmm. or one i mean or really, one of the three yeah yeah i mean because like I mean, I guess customer service is so big. It is. And that's something that a lot of like, man, I don't know. A lot of places, even that we went to in Texas, nail it, man. They're having fun for the most part. Mm -hmm. You know, that should be fun. It's a, that's right. what, like the part of the barbecue culture down there is like enjoying, like, I mean, I think that's another thing you guys talked about is like the, the community, like the tables and you sit with people mm -hmm. you don't know yeah. and it's not uncomfortable and like, you're kind of looking at what they got and like, if they're enjoying, it, you know, like that's. That's part of what made it cool. Yeah. Beyond like the barbecue's great food, it's it is, it really, I don't know. I mean, I don't know of anything that is like that. Another yeah. food thing. I mean, it yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, feels more like like drinking to me. Almost honestly, like, a, like yeah, like go sit at Fastler and, and eat some yeah. barbecue. I mean, yeah, it would hang out. And feels like it would fit there. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what it makes the most. That's the most. Uh, the easiest comparison the easiest, or whatever. Like, yeah. Comparison, yeah, because really I can't think of I'm sure there's something else. And there's probably plenty of unique. I'm trying to think of do. like ethnic foods where you just like sit around and kind of and like I'm, dig in, the, you know. And that's like big with like families, like actual right. real families. Right. Like, but with strangers, it's I mean it is a little different. And I think yeah. you'll see that sometimes when people like look around, like oh, there's only this one spot right there, and they may not want to sit there and then right. ultimately they do and like hopefully they end up meeting somebody like, or whatever liking the person they meet yeah and like that's another <laughs> thing that we've noticed is like you know you over like the i mean we opened right dead center of covid like it was not the great you know smart people don't open barbecue restaurants in a pandemic but hey we, we opened this place in the pandemic <laughs> dude it's rough it was not it's like how are we gonna do this it was awful well luckily uh, however you want to see it we were already too far in to yeah i say awful we do live streaming stuff so it actually COVID was good to us from a yeah. business standpoint. So it, but yeah, it wasn't bad, man. So we'll just, we'll just say it was the same one as Adams. We'll call him afterwards and compare notes. Yeah. It's gotta be. Cause I forgot to ask him what the place was. So I don't even know. Yeah. I told you guys on, when we were doing the podcast, I was just going to ask him when we hit record and I didn't. So I don't well, even yeah, know. It's tough. Cause you don't ever want to like, eh. right. I never expect someone to be like, Oh, it was. Oh, cart, you know, like, yeah, you don't want to like, yeah. suck or not. It's still how they make their, how right. they put food on the table at the right. house. Like it's like, so it's tough, to, and someone someone likes it. Like yeah, someone not, did. I mean, the electricity's on; it's still open. It is all very subjective. Like there's people who probably like think we suck. I mean, I'm sure that's how it is. I mean, it's like, all yeah, right. Everybody's palate's different. Yeah, right? it's just yeah. not for me. Like that, we all have that. And uh, I'll tell you mine. That's not the hasty bake one when we when we hit record, um, <laughs> and I stopped recording because I don't want to do that either. Yeah, it's. I just don't have it in me. You're fair. You're fair. You know, so when can people come see you? What's, what's uh, your hours down there? We are 11 to 3 or sold out. We are Tuesday through Saturday. so Don't come at 2.30 and expect to get a lot of food. <laughs> and if you and if you do, I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, like if we, we'll post if we're sold out. Yeah. Sometimes we'll even post what we still have. So we're pretty good about, I mean, unless you get annoyed by a lot of posts because we are trying to communicate right. what we have and what we don't. But I mean, we're pretty good about posting and, and on those days that got really crazy. Of course, like it's like low stock warning. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like no stock warning. <laughs> Sold. Like, like, uh, sorry, sorry. What sorry. is your Instagram handle for people? Um, it's just Oakheart BBQ. There it is. You can go get some merch there too. It's a cool hat. Yeah, we're about to get some new ones. Are so, you? Yeah. I'll have to come try one of those. Waiting, waiting for, waiting for us to get it together and order. Oh, you good. So I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, Thanks for coming down. Yeah, you. I'll uh, I'll be down the alley soon to eat some lunch. Yeah, now I'll, now I'll know who I'm talking to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, so week three in the books of uh, Barbecue Month.
just or yeah, I was going to say almost said Justin Thompson. He's already been Dude, on I, Justin. Justin I, Carroll I almost shaved a mustache and wore some, just rocked the Justin Carroll look today. You could have. I did it once, and somebody thought. So before we go real quick, I was I worked on Phillips truck at Tulsa Brisket Company okay. a few times while we were in between. He helped me out because I didn't have a job and like. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did shave a mustache and went there, like turn my hat backwards. So I was like, I know you. You work at the other food truck too, right? And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't do it to like oh, be just. I just like, that's just what I was doing yeah. that week. I was having fun. And like, I was like, okay, probably not again because everyone thinks. Does like, that make Adam the metro of the barbecue world because of his hair? Well, it's just because he has hair. Oh, maybe if, that. I think that. And I say that lovingly. That wasn't a slight. I mean, if I, I mean, had it's, hair, I'd probably do something cool, but yeah. I don't have much. I, the one thing I noticed sitting across from him, I don't even think I said anything, was like, you have a good head of hair, man. Yeah, like, if, I, if I had as much hair as he did, I'd probably get haircuts and stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't shave it myself at the house. So I'd be right there with him. And if I... Yeah. Uh, and if I had the patience, I'd grow a beard like that too. I've had them. Yeah, he's times, got a good but, one. But you gotta like do some work on that. You, you can't do. just crawl out of bed and you hit gotta the have pit. like the beard oil and all yeah. that stuff. Like I, he comes in a little bit later, so he has time to do that. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell him he's not working quite hard enough. Then no, I think he's working hard enough. He just not, doesn't. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't blow dry a beard at yeah. two in the morning. I just can't imagine. Well, maybe when you hire your new person, you'll, you'll have time yeah, we'll to do see. that. I'm getting a little lazy for the beard world too. That's a lot of work. Too. It is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Go down, see Oakheart. It's delicious stuff. Get whatever you want, but definitely try well, real quick. If someone's coming in for the first time, you would recommend they order what dude, I, what's the go-to. I mean, everyone's going to do brisket because it just is what it yep. is. It's, it's, I mean, I like, uh, I would go ribs and cheese grits. There you go. And man, you can throw like, a little brisket in the in the grits. Hit it with some sauce. There Just it is. Have a little bit of fun. Chris, appreciate you, man. Yep, thank you so much. I said that weird. Appreciate you, man. That's what I was trying to say. Much appreciate it's it. late, right? It's just one yeah. of those words it's are gone. Yeah, it's all right. Justin Carroll next week. We'll see you guys then.